Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, it is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're a value customer, folks, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. Real talk. And that's why Discover Card matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover. They bring exceptionally common sense to the table. Learn more at discover.com slash match. That's discover.com slash match. Limitations do apply. Chris, one of my buddies, Rod, who listens to our show in Denver, he said, Danny G, with that voice, should be a DJ at Magic City. (laughs) Danny G, no, maybe. Danny G, thoughts on that? Magic City, no. Rob, I don't know if you remember, but I was at the Atlanta Super Bowl with you, and we were trying to go out, but you didn't want to because you were, you know, you were just thinking, being a professional, you had to do your show the next oh, day. Oh, is that right? My. Yeah, you remember what? that? Danny G pulling back the covers. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Rob, yeah. see, Danny G, here's the thing. Rob got the whole eye couple audience. No, I did. He was no, just at Magic no, no. City every That's night not, during the Super Bowl. Not every night, but I did go during the Super Bowl. <laughs> Because I got I got pictures. I was there. It was Radio Danny, I don't Row. remember it what was, night. It was what Radio Row. We were driving up into the parking yep. lot and took a picture. No, that ain't even complete. I paid a hundred dollars <laughs> to get in on Super Bowl with Danny did G. Did we you meet go that- Danny G? I, did we meet? Did we all? Uh, meet? Yeah, we did actually. We were okay. all th- we were all there at the hotel bar, and Colin Cowherd walked in, and he was kind of like the ringleader of the whole Fox. Oh, crew. I remember that. Remember we that those night? Good wings down yeah. there. Yeah, I because just can't I was play, picture your face. I was producing Clay Travis at the time, and so oh, okay. all of our shows were there together. That's right. Yeah. So no, the the voice is fresh. I mean, that you definitely no got a, a radio voice, as you know. So, exactly. uh, so yes. All right, Danny right. well, G. Good, good, just a good to idea. Have you. <laughs> Magic City. You know. Hey, um, the next radio row, you owe me a ballet. Yes, no doubt. Hey, what's the next one? Is in L.A. We got to go out here, right, Chris? You, will you be here, Chris, or you don't know? I don't know. I mean, we got to talk to the execs and see, you know, what's if it the works plan. out. Right. Yeah, because obviously right. I, I could easily do the TV show from there. Yeah. But it'd be a lot. It'd be really early. You know? Do it! Really early, but hey. That's right. We'll do see. it! 3 a.m. <laughs> do it! I'd be, I'd be on it. the air at 4.30 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. We will see. But we got Lisa Guerrero, Rob, award-winning journalist. Yes. For Inside the uh, you know Inside what? Edition almost, joining I us almost to talk forgot. a little uh, John Madden. I've almost forgot she did the Monday Night Football with Michaels and 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 yep. John Madden because she's done a lot of stuff in sports. You know oh, what yeah. I mean, Lisa Guerrero. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that'd yeah. be nice to talk to her. Yep, it'll be good. All right, um, let's get to this. Damian Lillard and look, let's just keep it real. The Portland Trailblazers, uh, it, it, they not having a good season. It's been rough for our man Chauncey Billups in his first year as a head coach. They are 13 and 27 games below 500. Now, CJ McCollum's been out, but, you know, still, um, they're down there with the Pelicans and the Thunder and the Kings. I mean, just 
you know, just having a tough go of it. And uh, Damian Lillard, though, loyal to the soil, is uh, intent on staying in Portland and seeing if he can get things going there. And, Rob, he talked today on Reddit. He said this in the past, but uh, he said it again today about how there are things that, you know, well, playing in the NBA isn't all about winning the championship. Let's put it that way. Here he is. We play in an era right now where it's, you know, you get criticized for not winning a ring, you know, as if it's not the hardest thing to do in sports. Um, and there's so many people who uh, play a full career and just don't never achieve that because it's so hard to do and so many things have to be aligned. That's why people um, love and cherish that moment so much. And that's why we, you know, do all the things that we do to have an opportunity at it because it's such a hard thing to accomplish. So I don't believe in the ring or bust thing. You know, I'm not a, a fan of that. Um, and that's why I don't play my career to that that narrative. You know, I'm not making every decision like, oh. All right, well, there, Rob, go ahead. There he is. I, I, I think he's right uh, from his standpoint. And he's not... Uh, he's not, when we talk about that, there's only a handful of guys who feel like they're so talented that they need to uh, validate their career. Like LeBron would have been and the ultimate. And it's not just they feel like it, right? Right. We, no, right. We, yeah, but, uh, we but, but LeBron panicked, Chris. We talked about it before. He felt like he's the chosen one. He was supposed to be the next Jordan. And and after the first uh, seven, eight years or whatever it was in Cleveland, like, seven. oh, my God, like, I'm not going to win. And and he, we believe he would have won had he stayed there. He was that good. But anyway, I don't think Damian Lillard's under the same umbrella. I, I don't. Right. I don't think that he has to win or people go, oh, I can't believe Damian Lillard played all those years in, right. in Portland and didn't win a championship. No, I, I don't believe that anybody will say that or anybody will look at him sideways. So I think he's right to adapt, adapt that. It's not that he doesn't want to win, but it's not going to be the end-all, be-all. Reggie Miller had a great career in Indianapolis, right? Yep. And, and He did. Yep. He's yep. a Hall of Famer. Yep. He had great playoff series. Dude, he had the a legend. Challenge. Yep. A legendary Patrick player. Patrick Ewing. You're going to tell me that he doesn't count? Now, Ewing, Ewing was, Robbie, you mentioned, and you're absolutely right, a LeBron James, a Kevin Durant. No, Ewing, Ewing needed Giannis to win with New York. I, right. Yep. They yep. had to win. And we saw that. LeBron say, look, man. I got to make sure I get this monkey off my back and win, right? Then I can do whatever I want to go do. Kevin Durant, same thing. Let me get – and he even seemed more so. Like, let me just go to Golden State, get me some rings, and then do whatever I want to do. Get that monkey off my back. And Patrick Ewing was in that group, as you know, Rob. Like, but what, well, yeah, but he what, was one that you viewed as, man, he got to get a ring. And he didn't. Uh, he's still a Hall of Famer, and people know him as an all-time great player. But, Rob, people do think of him as, man, he was awesome, but he never won that ring. But Damian, you, they're and, not going to think that because he's right. not on that level, as great as he is. Exactly. But I do understand why he's uh, looking at it that way and not feeling compelled to go somewhere else and do something. You know, you never know how these things work and – uh, you know, you, you just saw, um, I, I think like a guy like Giannis bucked the trend. He was a guy, people look at him and his numbers and what he's done and his awards, Chris, 
that if he would have stayed in Milwaukee, never won, people would have said it was a wasted career. There's no, I don't care what awards he won, what numbers. Yeah, I mean, he would have been an, uh, an all-time great and blah. Yeah, all yeah. Like but I'm Patrick just saying, Ewing, but people but yeah, would have felt looked like at him. that would have been one of the first thoughts. But he never won a ring. Right. Um, You're absolutely right. Damian Lillard's not in that class, so I, I just don't think. Charles Barkley's had a tremendous career uh, without a ring. Uh, there's other players who haven't won. Um, well, um, and also Damian is at being a small guard, six three at most. I don't even think he's really six three. Uh, that that also is why he's not in that group where it's like you gotta win a ring. There have only been two small guards to lead teams to championships: Steph Curry. And Isaiah Thomas, the legend in Detroit. That's it. That's it. All the other great, Allen Iverson, John Stockton, uh, Steve Nash. We could go on and on, Rob. None of the other smaller guards, normal-sized point guards, led teams to championships. Just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. So nobody's going to look at Damian like, oh, man, yeah, but he never – no. And here's the other – let me throw out, Rob, and and I, we've talked about this with all careers, all fields of endeavor. Let's just keep it real. There, Yeah, I'm, I bet every NBA player wants to win a championship. But there are a lot of other reasons that dudes play in the NBA. Here, I'm going to throw out a few. Money, obviously. That's the first and foremost. Money, all right? It changes – your life and the life of your family, all right, for, for generations. Then there's wanting to be an individual superstar, right? Let's keep it real. A lot of dudes get into it because I want to make money and I want to be a star. If I don't win a championship, I, yeah, I'm competitive. I'm, a, but, I'm playing a sport, so I want to win, but I want to be a freaking star. But also, you go in and you realize, too, everybody can't win a championship. It's just not possible. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, like you want to win one, at, but, but a lot of things, he mentioned it, the stars are lining, a lot of stuff have to happen for you and it work out uh, for you. Um, but, but everybody realizes, no matter how good you are, how much you want it, Sometimes it just doesn't happen for certain people and, and a number of people. During the Michael Jordan era, Chris, we talk about all the time. We could name 12 Hall of Famers. Didn't even sniff it, right? 12. Right, right. right. Yeah, so I, I just think there are a lot of other reasons that guys play. And, yeah, you want – and he's right. Uh, it doesn't mean you're not an all-time great player, Hall of Famer, and you want – when you retire, Allen Iverson, ain't, nobody's thinking about he didn't win a ring. They just give him love. You know, uh, Barkley, yeah, he was so great. He's a big player, you know, a power forward. We do think, well, he never won a ring, but still, that doesn't hurt him. Everybody gives him love. Um, So I I just think that there is that uh, factor. But this one thing I will say, uh, Rob, it does matter. Like, if you just – if Steph Curry didn't have a ring – would he be ranked ahead of Damian Lillard or Kyrie Irving? No, or, no. You know, I mean, you maybe some would, some wouldn't. Like, if you just the eye test, Steph, Dame, Kyrie, Tiny Archibald, no, winning matters, uh, winning matters, Steve, winning matter. like right. You could just look at them, and then it's in, in the eye of the beholder. I like Dame style. I like Steph, but 
But the fact that Steph won rings, that's that puts him, he's going to be ahead of those guys, period. No, I, I agree with and that. And that's when not he... just, oh, Steph happened to be in the right place, right? No, Steph was good enough where you could build a championship team around him. And as good as Dame is, he ain't. He Dame won't be the, the lead, in my view, he won't be the lead guy on the championship team. He can be number two. Right. I don't think he's good. That's, that's but, no but, slight. But There's that's, only been two guys, Steph but and that's the reason. that's the reason why he won't get criticized ultimately or people won't look at him sideways, Chris, because they, they – Good point. Not, right. They, they're just the, – the expectation is not there. Right. Because there actually, are guys, his, Rob. There his are approach guys. is smart. His approach is smart to think on that level like, like it ain't it's the end smart. of the world. But here, and I'll say this, because like I said, everybody wants to be the man, right? When you play sports, let's keep it real. You want to be the man. I want to be the man. And sometimes you realize in college I wasn't the man. And so then you settle into, okay, I'll be a role player. You were like, that dude over there knocking down those three-pointers, that's the man over there. Some people better than me, you know? Right. And then you settle in, okay, I'm going to be a great role player. But if you've got the man ability, then you want to be the man. And I'm going to say it, right? If I had, if I was like a superstar, if I was like a Dame Lillard, I would not want to go somewhere and be a role player just to get a ring. I would want to stay where I'm at, get my 25, 30 points, be an all-star, be an all-NBA, and all that. Be a top now, 75. I would, I would, Rob, and this may be where I and Dame differ, me and Dame differ, I would be willing to go somewhere and be the second guy. Like, I would be willing to go to Philadelphia and play with Joel Embiid and understand, okay, he's the first option. I'm the second guy. But I'm still a star. I'm, st- You know what I'm saying? I'm still getting mine. And I think that's that's a big thing. And so let me throw this out at you. And it, we'll throw this to the callers too. Would you rather be for all the rings or ringer bus guys, to use Damien's language, would you rather be Patrick Ewing or Derek Fisher? Would you rather be Charles Barkley or Robert Ory? Right? I'd rather be Barkley and Ewing. I'm sorry. I agree. You know? I mean, come on. All right. Steve Kerr's got five rings. Derek Fisher's got five, I think. Four or five. And Ori's got 99 on Fox. Let's do it. All right. Your turn to weigh in. 877-996-6369. Would you rather be a superstar, a Ewing, a Barkley, a Carl Malone, or a role player with a bunch of rings? Steve Kerr, Derek Fisher, Robert Ori. Your turn to weigh in with the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Rice or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's a Worship Wednesday, and the I Couple is live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and 
Look, do you think it's okay to drive stoned? The truth is, folks, your reaction time slows way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you is in danger as well. So stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in, marijuana in any way, shape, or form, do not, I repeat, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. This is paid for by NHTSA, 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Would you rather be an individual superstar who doesn't win a ring or a role player with rings galore? Derek Fisher, Robert Ory, Steve Kerr, guys like that. Your turn right. to win with the outcome. Let's kick it off with uh, David in West Virginia. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, David? Rob, what up, Chris? How you doing? Big doing man. great, How man. How are you? Thank you. I'm wonderful. Coming to you from the friendly city, Wheeling, in the wild and wonderful state of West Virginia. Look, boys. All right. Four-sport athlete growing up in high school. Love it. Breathe it. Live it. Sports is what I do all day, every day. Love listening awesome. to you guys. You play for the championships, boys. Am I right? That's why you play. That's all I got to say. So, no, 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 no. Answer the question. Would you rather be a which Patrick one? Ewing you want to be or right. Steve Kerr? I get which, you play for the guy? championships, but. Oh, still. I'm definitely, I'm, I'm Steve Kerr. I mean, I'm, look, I'm, I'm trying to win. And if, if somebody's better than me and helps the team and I need to be in a role position, that's fine. I just want to win. All right. Yeah. I, I, there you go. I, that's fine. I I'm think I want to be Patrick Ewing. Right. Patrick I'm Ewing. I'm trying right. to win. And if right. I wasn't good enough, I couldn't beat Michael Jordan fine. But he's right. still celebrating. I have to, right. I have to live break. with it. Right. Uh, let's go to John in New Zealand down under. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, John? G'day, mates. It's great to talk to you. Yes, you sound you, great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Has it turned over New Year yet down there? Not yet. Uh, I think you need to work on your geography, Rob. Um, it's uh, it's tomorrow in the afternoon, <laughs> but it's still not New Year. It's still a whole okay. thirty-six no, hours. I, okay, New all right. He was close. I just know I know that it's a time difference. I was just trying to be funny. That's all. He John. was close. okay. Yeah. That's a, no, we used to you trying to be that funny. That happens Rob. a lot, okay. right? Exactly. <laughs> that happens a lot, and we can't tell. Oh, oh, all oh! Right. It was a joke. Okay, <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, John. Thank you. <laughs> now, what you got? Uh, it's John? a pleasure. Listen, guys, I'd like to present a third option um, of the two that you've you've had there, and I'd like to say I'd like to be the person who is who doesn't define my life and my career by whether or not I get a ring. And Rob said something that I just so strongly disagree with, Rob, and 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 I think it's part of the problem in our society, and it's reflected in sports. You said that if Giannis had never won a ring, people people would say, and there's no doubt about it, that he had a failure of a career or a wasted career. And look at wasted. the arc of Giannis' life. I wouldn't life. say they say wasted. Wasted. No. Well, okay. it would be, do you think people think Barkley had or Ewing had a wasted career? No. no. And that what I say by that is, Chris, here's the difference, right, is and, – and, and, John, just hold yeah. it real quick. This is what I'm saying. Okay. In this era – where he could have left Milwaukee without another star there and joined what everybody else was doing, people would have said, ah, see, you had a chance to get out of there. You didn't do it. You won these MVPs. You won these defensive players of the year, but you never won a championship, and you were that good. 
he's in a different era than when Patrick played. Or I know Barkley later on in his career tried to move around Chris, but I, that, I'm talking about in this era of the NBA, it would look like he made a mistake. But I, I, this is the problem. He did. He wouldn't have made a mistake. That's the wrong way to look at it. If you look at the arc of his life, he's living in his third country. He moves from Nigeria no, what, to Greece we, and we get to America. In, in, in life, and he, and, yeah. he, and the whole city loves him. No, we all get that. We would have brought joy. All these guys are winners in life. They've hit I'll the jackpot. But Chris, you know lottery. what I'm saying? Like yeah, the way, I understand what you're saying. I That's don't think people would say, I, I don't like the term wasted Okay, career. but you know what I mean? Like he blew an opportunity that he could have been a champion. Yeah, and, and what it would do, stayed. Rob, it would affect his legacy. Like, pe- like now Giannis has a chance to be like a top 10 player. Ever. No, Gian- Giannis has he his legacy going that. through the roof. Right. right, he would not have that opportunity without getting a ring. He'd be a Hall of Famer, all-time great, top and, 75. Right. But hey, not, John, he wouldn't have you. a chance to have a greater legacy. Can we squeeze oh, yeah. one more in real quick? One more. Can we do one that? Yep. Let's do that real quick. Uh, Edgar in the, twin, in the Twin Cities, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Edgar? Hey, what's good, gentlemen? I appreciate you letting me in because yes. I'm with you guys. and we're going to put some perspective on this. Um, I'd rather be a superstar, Patrick Ewing, Charles yep. Barkley. Yep. Main reason is because my name would forever be synonymous with greatness. Right. Regardless if I won a championship. And, and that's the point. But I, I did think a letter to the left about Robert Ory, even though his stats weren't that great and he did win seven. I, I just look at him as a... Superstar, he hit so many glorious he shots. Ain't a you know what? Robert Ory, Tom Brady, same guy. Same guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ory's a little different in that he was he did hit so many clutch shots. Right. Yeah. And and obviously Kerr hit a clutch shot. Fisher hit some clutch nah, shots. But that's Robert like Ory was big legacy. shot. I mean, right. my God. Like, that's nobody where he's yeah, a he little was, bit he was different. Big shot. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I got to be honest, but, I still rather be Patrick Ewing than Robert Exactly. Ward. Yes. When it comes down to it, boy, because that, that name, Patrick Ewing, hey, and the money is just going to keep coming because yes. I'm Patrick Ewing. I'm Charles Barkley. That money will never stop and coming. And it's not even just the money. They just, you know. Exactly. You, you, they got a legacy. I mean, yep. they're they're always going to be viewed as all-time great basketball players. So. All right, thanks okay, so much, uh, Edgar. We got Lisa Guerrero coming up to talk about John Madden, award-winning journalist from Inside Edition, joins us next. But first, B. Finn, the loquacious one. Great to hear from you guys, and we post things up in the NBA where we're keeping an eye on that Hornets-Pacers game, which is under a minute to go in the fourth quarter. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, we are we are rolling here. So let's get to the NBA. The Hornets are up on the Pacers, one fourteen to one oh eight. Under a minute to go in the fourth quarter. Terry Rozier, thirty three points. Lamelo Ball, one assist away from a triple double. Then we look at that Clippers Celtics game. Low scoring halfway through the fourth quarter. Robert Williams has a double double, but he just hit his head on the surface of the floor and is making his way back to the locker room. Luke Kennard has seventeen points and. 
four rebounds. One more score in the NBA. The Lakers are up on the Grizzlies, 58-50, to 50, about two and a half minutes into that third quarter. LeBron James multitasking, filling up the stat sheet, 19 points, nine rebounds, and five assists. As far as how things are transpiring in college basketball, number 14 Tennessee is down by one against number 19 Alabama, 14-13, to 13, halfway through the first half. And then to some finals, a notable win for number three Purdue over Nichols, 104-90. to Zach Eady, 21 points and five rebounds for the Boilermakers. A victory for number 21 Providence as they take down 15th-ranked Seton Hall, 70-65. to Noah Horchler for the Friars, putting up 17 points and 13 rebounds. And we do have a final score from that Cheez-It Bowl where number 19 Clemson hangs on against Iowa State 20-13. to The Cyclones were driving with that potential game-winning drive at the end of the fourth quarter, but their quarterback Brock Purdy fumbles the football, and the Tigers claim it, and they have a 10-win season. We're also watching what just started the Alamo Bowl between number 14 Oregon and 16th-ranked Oklahoma, and we've got no score in the first quarter with Anthony Gordon, the Ducks quarterback, already throwing an interception. So that one just getting underway as we work the basketball back to the two-man game, the odd couple, Chris Broussard, Rob Parker. All right, thank you, B-Finn. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone's got the free services that you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder services. And with over 5,600 locations nationally, that's right, 5,600 AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. So getting the job done, folks, just got easier. Restrictions do apply, but still, get in the zone. AutoZone, our next guest is an award-winning journalist for Inside Edition, Lisa Guerrero. Lisa, welcome to the iCouple. Hello? We all right? Lisa? Okay, Lisa. Can you yes, hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear how me? are you? Yes, yes how are you? Welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you. It's great to have you on. And uh, obviously, you know, the whole sports world, particularly the football world, has been mourning the passing of John Madden. And you worked with him for a season, him and Al Michaels, on Monday Night Football. So obviously, you got to know him a little bit. What are your recollections of him? And really, like, did did you find out anything about him that, like, you know, the general public, as much as they know about him, doesn't know? And could you share that with us? You know, he was exactly who you think he is. He didn't have any pretenses at all. He was a regular dude. And I mean that in the most complimentary way, right? The the guy didn't believe in um, in you know, reading about himself or caring much about what the media thought about him or what anybody else thought about him, traveling with him um, from city to city was like really like showing up someplace with one of the Beatles. People would be screaming outside of hotels. Wow. It's John Madden. It's John Madden. And and, (laughs) screaming like these these older divorcees. It's John Madden. It was was hilarious. He was like a rock star sex symbol, if you can believe it. That's amazing. 
he just he he just took everything in with such a sense of humor and so much modesty. And one of my favorite stories, I mean, I just absolutely loved the guy. And and I have to say, as a woman who started in sports in the nineties, I was the first woman to earn a contract in Los Angeles as a sportscaster wow. for CBS too. So I was one of the very few women in the locker room back then. And throughout my career in sports as you can imagine, I dealt with a lot of misogyny. Uh, there were a lot of Me Too moments in my career. And, you know, it was tough being the only woman in a lot of those locker rooms. And I, you know, I'm writing about that right now. I'm writing a book. But one of the things that I, I think it's really important as while women are pointing out that there have been a lot of these guys and these issues in sports, that we need to also point out and thank the men in sports that help support us. And he was right. one of those guys to me. So, so to, um, you do have a story, right? After, after yeah. you were fired, John Madden went to bat or tried to get you a job. Is that? He did. So, you know, I spent every day with him, um, you know, three days before the game at practice at whatever city we're in. And so I was able to work with him really closely, and he was able to share a lot of information with me about strategy and, you know, look for this and wait until this guy pulls this out of his bag of tricks. This offensive coordinator, you know, he's going to expect this and, and watch this player and, and introduced me to people and, and said, hey, watch this play unfold. So I learned a lot throughout my season with him just because I'm learning from, you know, from coach. He was the best. Um, and at the end of that season, you know, he kept saying to me, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. You're growing into this job. You know, this is, you're doing a great job. Uh, by the end of the season, he called me to congratulate me and said, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to next season. In the off season, I want you to read these books. And he gave me a list of books to read, and, and he was really positive. Well, a couple of months later, I was fired. And he was one of the very first people to call me, and he was very upset. He was irate. He said, I hadn't been consulted by ABC. I didn't know this was coming. I'm upset about it. And, um, you know, I, I want to make some phone calls on your behalf. And less than an hour later, I got a huge offer from another network to cover sports. Wow. And I was in, in such shock, and I was so hurt. Um, and devastated by what I was going through with Monday Night Football and being kind of blindsided that I was unable to take that or any job for I was not able to work at all for a year. But mm. I never forgot how this man had mentored me, supported me, joked with me, uh, been a true friend and ally. And, you know, at the end when I needed him the most, he you know, was able to, to make a couple of phone calls to people he trusted and was able to arrange a contract for me. And I just never forgot that. And since then, we've kept in touch and we exchanged Christmas cards. And, oh, you know, I just I have to just say how much I love the guy and what a huge loss he is for for the entire world of football and entertainment and broadcasting. But but what a great guy. What, what no, a great that, story. That, yeah, that, that is that, that tells you a lot about it, him. And and that John, man, I'm not surprised that he comes across as genuine. Uh -huh. And uh, what, what uh, 
I, I know, you know, he always had the uh, eight-leg turkey with the legs he would give out <laughs> Thanksgiving. Turducken. Turducken. Yeah, like, I would, like, I couldn't eat that thing. We got, like, eight legs <laughs> on it or whatever. Uh, but but, but uh, going out to eat, was what kind of food did he like? Was he a big eater or, or Everything. Not? Everything. Yes. He was so funny because, you know, working with Al and John, they, they couldn't have been more different. Al will not eat vegetables, and he will not <laughs> if, if they put a vegetable on his plate, he will send it back. Wow. Al Michael wow. hates vegetables. John Madden will eat anything. There was a time we were in Chicago. I will never forget this. We were coming out of a production meeting. We're in a hotel hallway, and he was telling me what he liked and what he didn't like about the new, then new Chicago Stadium. And we're walking through this hallway, and he spots a leftover room service cart. No, stop it. Cookies. There are are cookies on the cart. Leftovers. Like one had bites taken out of it. And he reaches over and he grabs one of these cookies and like gobbles it down as he talks. He doesn't miss a beat. He's like talking to me and he's like gobbling down these used cookies. And, you know, he, he... to his wow. credit, he didn't gobble down one that had a bite taken out of it. Right, at least he didn't do that. Thank God. He goes, finders, keepers. That is unbelievable. Wow. I've been tempted to do that, but never nah. have. But uh, Yeah, because with, my luck, with my luck, he the chocolate there. chip cookie would have hair on it. With, with, with my oh, luck. Man. Well, Lisa, look, b- before you go, and we got about a minute left, uh, tell mm-hmm. us the title, if you have one yet, the title of, of your, your book. book. And really just, like you said, you started in sports, have moved on to bigger and better things. But do you are you happy with the state of women in sports? Obviously, it's a lot more than when you started. Um, you know, just tell us about the book and what you think about the state of women in sports broadcasting today. Thanks. You know what? It's still dire. It, it hasn't really improved much, I'm sorry to say. Um, and, and what's really funny is I ran into um, Carissa Thompson and Erin yep. Andrews at a restaurant recently, and they were thanking me for being a pioneer in sports, which made me feel really old. But I'm so proud of them <laughs> and all their success. But they shared with me some of and I'm not going to share their stories, right, but they right. shared with me some of the things that that were really shocking to me. And I thought, you know what? Uh, it, things haven't changed that much in the last two or three decades, wow. you know, which is sad. The name of yeah. my book is called is called Guerrero means warrior. So it's called warrior. But Guerrero, my last name um, in Spanish means warrior. So it's oh, called wow. warrior, my path to being brave. And it's about great. finding bravery in everyday situations. So it'll oh, be out next great. year. great. Okay. Well, we will look for that and maybe have you we'll on have the you show back when, on when the book out. comes yes. out. We'll do that, all right, Lisa? Thank you. That would be great. It was a pleasure talking to you, and rest in peace, John Madden. Yes, and happy new year to you and your family. Happy new year. Thank you. Bye, guys. All right, thank you. That's Lisa Guerrero, uh, award-winning journalist from Inside Edition. Keep it locked. The Odd Couple still has got plenty more for you. Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) All right, it is the Odd Couple wrapping up a Worship Wednesday. And we're also wrapping up a new year. We're pretty close, or an old year, 2021. We are live, as always, from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And, folks, it can happen easily. A few drinks becomes a few too many. It's time to leave, and you're thinking about calling for a ride home, but then you say, nah, what's the worst that can happen? Get pulled over, lose my license, told in my car. No, you could kill someone. You could kill yourself. So drive sober, folks, or get pulled over. This is paid for 
by NHTSA. Rob, let's and, and end Chris, it with you know this. what? Your advice is very good, and I took it the other night when I went to the Nets-Clippers game. I did not drive to the arena because I thought I might have a couple of uh, adult beverages. So I took the lift down to the game, had a couple of adult beverages, and I took the lift back home. All right. There you go. There you Yay. go. <laughs> okay, LeBron, thanks. <laughs> uh, let's go to college football to close this, uh, this day out, uh, this show out. Uh, Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud, who's one of the Heisman Trophy finalists, uh, he's originally from Southern California, Robin. He was asked about players, great football players, great high school players from Southern California leaving the state to go elsewhere. Like I said, he obviously went to Ohio State. And he said this, you go to USC and UCLA games, and quite honestly, it's, it's just kind of boring without all the people. They kind of just are there on vacation. You go to the other schools out of state, and their fans are kind of like fanatics. Your thoughts, Rob? Yeah, I, I don't buy into that. I, I think it's easy to say that, especially of late. Uh, USC and U- UCLA, Chris, haven't been exactly uh, uh, football powerhouses. But USC, um, when Pete Carroll and, and Reggie Bush and Matt Liner, that was a place to be. And, you know, th- those – those venues are pretty amazing. I get it when you're in a big city and a, and and you have a pro teams here, Chris. You have two of every uh, two basketball teams and two baseball teams, and you know, and there's a split allegiance. It's not like if you're in Alabama or you know some college town or whatever, and that's all they have. They have no pro sports. They have nothing else in the state, so yes. Right. Are, are those fans more rabid? Yes, because they have nothing else. If if you don't get up for your seven home games in Alabama, Chris, what the rest of it? That's all you got. No, you, you're you, right. You can't get up for seven games. Well, and that's what I think he means, and that's why I think he's right. I mean, it's harsh, and and I agree. Obviously, it was bumping in in Southern California when USC was great with Pete Carroll and Reggie Bush, and on and on. But still, even back then, Rob, as, as good as those crowds may have been, you know this, they didn't hold a candle to LSU. In Baton Rouge, Alabama, Not, yeah. even Ohio State and A Columbus, lot of great players played Michigan. at USC, and, and they loved the, the experience. No, fine, but it wasn't like Alabama. You yeah, just that, said that's it. Not the, that's not, it the, re- like that's not the reason the kids are leaving because so they're boring. So why they leaving because those programs were down and they had a chance to go to Ohio State. Well, USC and schools, wasn't always down. No, but but of late, what, why? What I mean, down? Reggie Bish has been retired from down? football. But no, I'm saying been, they went down and they, they went down. But and kids, Chris, it's kids about stop going there, and that's why they. It went ain't down. about the get it being boring. It's about teams that are winning. There was a time where people weren't going to Alabama. After Bear and Bryant, and they got a good, some good coaches, right? But but I, I could give you years where they weren't winning anything. People you weren't can't going to Alabama. Here. You're wrong if you're telling me the crowds at USC. I even didn't say that, but I'm okay. telling you what, he's, what saying. he's saying. The reason that's that the kids saying. aren't going has nothing to do well, with the crowds. He's a it's kid. because of it's because of the program. So he's being lying down. on himself. He's no, a kid. He's, he's wrong. He's, he's wrong. He's wrong about himself. You no, telling he's me why wrong. CJ Stroud didn't go there? He's, but he's, he's telling wrong. me why he it didn't go there. It can't be about that. He had a chance to go to Ohio State. Was that for him? It was that for him? 
I don't believe that one bit. I'm so he's lying. You, I, he's lying. He's being disingenuous. The reason he, he went lying? is he had a chance to go to a school that has a chance to win a national championship, and USC and UCLA haven't done that in decades and years. If they get the players, no they can. Come on. If they get it. the players, they can. I'm, I'm going to listen to the kid. I'm sorry. I'm going to listen to the kid. Go ahead. Says, You'll follow why, that kid right off the cliff. This is why I chose Go ahead and Ohio to State. You better this listen to me. I'm a grown man. I've been around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And this is why the kid said he chose Ohio State. I'm going to take him at his word. And even the Lakers fans aren't as good as fans in some of these Stop other cities. Stop ripping L.A. because you not. live in New Jersey. Stop They're it. They're not. The Dodger I'm fans are great. You, what are you telling Lakers, me? The Lakers, I ain't talking about the Dodgers, all right? I don't, don't even bring baseball into it. We're talking about basketball and football. The Lakers fans. Oh, really? Fans, oh, okay. I don't know yeah, how we went Lakers to basketball. Fans, he went to football and basketball. It's not as raucous. It's a great experience because you might see Floyd Mayweather and all these other stars, but they're not as raucous as Cleveland, Dallas. Oh, yeah, you know, go to Detroit because they got better. Detroit. Their fans are, no, both their Rob, fans you are were better. Detroit. Were the Detroit fans not raucous? Yeah, but that ain't going to get me to LA. go there. I mean, like, no, like but I'm off just the saying, fans. the fans are, there's no doubt about it. You know that. I don't buy right. what he says. I'm sorry. I'm just, well, I'm out on him. Rob is calling CJ Stroud a liar. I'm not. I'm saying the young man is speaking his mind, and he has a right to. Disingenuous. How's he being disingenuous? Because it ain't true. I think he's an honest kid. You said he's right. <laughs> you said the crowds aren't as good. You know that. All right, this is the odd couple signing off in style. Get off my radio. <laughs> Keep it locked. Jason Smith and Mike Harbin are next, and they bring fire. Oh, they're not? <laughs> 